Earth's Gone to the Dogs by William J. McClellan. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Dale Grothman. Ruskin didn't like archaeologists. They were always digging up problems from the past. Like the day Bigelow walked in and announced, Earth's Gone to the Dogs by William J. McClellan. Ruskin leaned back and yawned. The porch chair creaked comfortably. It was a comfortable day. Fifty yards away, the barnyard was alive with spring noises. Clean, crisp smells floated to him through the bright morning air. Daisy walked slowly up and watched him with big, affectionate eyes. Ruskin smiled down at her. She was a pretty one. Pretty soft hair, deep blue eyes, lithe rounded lines. Nice doggy. He patted her head gently. Nice doggy, he repeated. Holidays in the country came too seldom. The quiet was wonderful. Tom, the wrinkled little farmhand, opened the porch door. Mr. Ruskin? Yes, Tom. Man here to see you. Who? That digger fellow. Ruskin frowned and swore quietly. Even his holidays were shattered by people who couldn't forget he was Commissioner of Internal Security. And these people were always little unimportant ones, like this archaeologist Bigelow, whose little fears suddenly became giant threats to national security. Send him out here, Tom. Tom turned back into the house. Ruskin could hear his gruff voice inside, and a few moments later Bigelow, stooped and bespectacled, emerged from the house. Ruskin smiled weakly. Hello, Bigelow. Good morning, Commissioner. Bigelow stood, clutching his briefcase, shaking with excitement. Then suddenly his eyes fell on Daisy, and something like fear passed over his face. Sit down, Bigelow. Bigelow balanced himself delicately on the edge of a porch chair, his briefcase resting on his long, bony knees. But his eyes remained fixed on the dog. Is this social or business, Bigelow? Sort of both, Commissioner, he answered slowly, then added quickly, but I wouldn't disturb your holiday if it wasn't important. Ruskin nodded dully. Then several moments of silence during which Bigelow continued to watch Daisy carefully. Finally, since his visitor did not seem inclined to speak, Ruskin asked simply, Well? First, tell the dog to go away. Daisy? Yes. Why? I won't say a word with it here. Ruskin shrugged. As you wish, he said. Daisy, go. Go on, like a good girl. Daisy's big eyes seemed hurt, but reluctantly she walked away. Bigelow watched suspiciously after her until she was well out of hearing. Now, he began, a week ago we started digging around the crater on the east coast, 
where some great pre-atomic cities once stood bigelow paused excitedly ruskin sighed it was much too nice a day and there we came upon three pre-atomic books bigelow paused again a wonderful find ruskin said without enthusiasm more wonderful than you think commissioner bigelow squared his shoulders dramatically two of them were much like the other pre-atomic books in the museums but the third bigelow was bursting with excitement the third had pictures in it ruskin straightened up amazing never before had a pre-atomic book been found with pictures artists had painted their own versions drawn from the few meager written descriptions how many pictures bigelow plenty but just one would be enough to shake the foundations of our social world he opened his briefcase and pulled out a small book protected by its own cloth cover he opened to a marked page just take a look at this ruskin took the book and stared curiously at a picture showing a dressed-up dog sitting in a chair patting a human on the head the caption read man's best friend gets reward ruskin glanced back at bigelow i don't understand he said slowly is it some kind of joke book bigelow grinned narrowly a very bitter joke commissioner joke of mother nature's i'm still not sure i understand i think you do commissioner bigelow countered quickly now so many of the things we couldn't understand become clear to us the naked animal on the floor in the pictures is our ancestor and the hairless thing on the chair is our dog ruskin shook his head impossible not at all in the lower animal and plant orders more amazing mutations occurred during the atomic wars we just never noticed because they didn't touch us closely ruskin's mind rushed over the implications all the frightful and carefully ignored aberrations of the atomic blasts if it was true and he still wouldn't let himself be convinced it would be a tremendous blow to the morale of society and it was his duty to protect the well-being of society he must decide now for society this is a very delicate problem bigelow he said finally i know commissioner you've come upon something fantastic thank you commissioner we must handle this very carefully i understand good leave the book with me for security reasons and i'll figure out how to handle it well of course i'll see that you get all the credit you deserve bigelow rose very well commissioner i'll leave it in your hands he left with the air of a man just conquering the world ruskin sat the closed book in both hands for a long long while it was very late when he called the psycho section yes psycho section answered we have a file on bigelow have you ever interned him 
No, but he's catalogued as extremely unstable. Fine, thank you. Ruskin placed the receiver carefully back on the cradle. Nothing to fear from Bigelow. He rose and walked slowly toward the fire. He looked down at the book. War, 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 from the beginning of man almost to his own destruction. Since the atomic wars, Earth had been comparatively peaceful, because, people thought, man had become suffet of war. Ruskin frowned. Attitudes, someone had once said, are more important than facts. He dropped the book into the flames. Very well, then. Let Earth be happy. Daisy walked slowly over to him and barked quietly. The pretty golden hair hung gently over her shoulders, and her blue eyes were very soft. Ruskin patted her gently. Nice doggy he said the end of earth's gone to the dogs by william j mcclellan